Hello, this is Chuck Solomon, and welcome to the Candidate Experience Podcast, where we focus on the job candidate journey from apply to onboard and the space in between. Let's get started. care about the candidate experience, but have you ever wondered exactly how to bring your company to that next level and offer a world-class experience to your candidates? It's not easy. Fortunately, Candidate.FYI can help. Their solution guides candidates through your hiring journey, enhancing transparency and communication at every touchpoint. You'll also gain valuable insights on what's working and what's not with your hiring process. Best of all, it integrates directly with your ATS. Head on over to candidate.fyi and see how to transform your company's candidate experience today. Welcome to the Kindness and Empathy episode where Emily Kaya, candidate experience specialist at XWP, is my special guest. Listen in as she shares her insights on how to create a great candidate experience at a technology company. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and do share with others. Want to comment, discuss, provide feedback, you can send me a note via LinkedIn or via the contact form on our site, thecx.xyz. I thank you in advance for listening, and here's my interview. Hey, Emily, how are you today? I'm doing great, Chuck. How are you? I'm well, thanks so much. Can you let listeners know a little bit about the company you work for and your role there? Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, So I work for XWP as a candidate experience specialist, Mm -hmm. and my focus is to deliver exceptional experiences for everyone who participates in the hiring process at XWP. Um, We're a web agency, and we deliver enterprise-level solutions with WordPress technology. Uh, A lot of our clients are publishing entities like magazines, newspapers, who need a really strong and versatile content management system. Um, So we work with Rolling Stone magazine, News Corp Australia, Variety magazine, a lot of companies like that. WordPress is an open source software, which means that anybody can use it, modify it, make it better. Uh, and it powers about 40% of the websites on the internet. So actually, a lot of people probably see WordPress sites every day and may not even realize it. Um, but yep. we work with, <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we work with digital partners as well, like Google and Pantheon and Automatic, to develop new technologies and plugins to share with the WordPress community. And really, what we want to do is just make the internet better for for everybody. Um, we're a fully remote company. We've got team members in 34 countries across 18 time zones. Wow! So, <laughs> all over the world, which is really amazing. And One of the things that really drew me to XWP is the fact that our founder, Dave Rosen, believes that amazing talent can come from anywhere. And being 100% remote really allows us to attract some of the best people from all over the world. And that's super exciting for me 
as a recruiter. Um, I'm in on, on Milton, Ontario, Canada, but my colleagues are in Europe and Asia and Australia and North and South America. So having team members from all over the world really brings a lot of diversity and different perspectives to our work. And it's a really big part of our culture. Sure. Now, yeah. And in my role, I'm the first person that most of our candidates interact with. So <laughs> screening <laughs> interviews I do, and then I guide and I support them through our recruitment process. Um, but m- my job is really just to make sure that their experience is a positive one. Gotcha. Um, what led you into sort of working in the talent or people attraction space? Oh, that's a great question. I'm sure you hear this from a lot of people you talk to, but I'm a people person. Um, I'm an extrovert. I love meeting new people. I love supporting them and working together towards a common goal. I studied human resources in university, and I've worked in a lot of different recruitment and administrative roles over the course of my career. I've worked for nonprofits, the Canadian government, small businesses, large enterprises, and I've recruited like accounting professionals, caregivers, uh, large-scale event members, um, uh, IT professionals. And those were all different experiences, but they all really had one thing in common, and that was getting to know people and matching them up with a job environment where they would be set up for success. And that's what I love about working in this area. It's, it's building relationships with people from all walks of life and playing a small part in their career journey. And that journey really begins when a candidate first applies. I have the privilege of being the primary point of contact for our candidates at XWP. And my goal, my whole reason for being, is just to make sure that they have that positive experience. I think kindness and empathy don't cost anything, but they really add to a person's experience during the hiring process, which is appearance, you know, that can, it can already be really stressful. Sure. No, I love that. Um, and I like what you said about kindness and empathy don't cost a thing. I think often we hear about companies saying, oh, we don't have any budget for this or that, but zero cost for kindness and empathy. So I, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Is there a a challenge that your company has experienced um, with some aspect of the candidate experience and what you all did about it? Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of companies have gone through uh, you know, a lot of challenges lately, especially with the pandemic. And being a remote company, you know, you can't really get an insight to what it's like to work for us by just walking into our office, you know, and and having a face-to-face conversation. Um, We've grown a lot over the past year. We've grown from 40 people at the beginning of 2021 to about 115 people now, 115, 120. Yeah, it's a big change. And you know what? Our challenges while we continued to grow and get a really high number of applications were to keep providing that high-quality experience for our candidates at every stage of the recruiting process. And I, I think we really achieved that through transparency, supported by thought leadership. And I'll explain what I mean by that, because it's very important for our candidates to understand who we are, what our values are, and what they can expect, not only from the role that they've applied for, but from the work community as a whole. And I think that understanding and that transparency starts with our job postings. We usually downplay things like degrees and certifications and we focus on really attracting people who resonate with our brand, our values, 
our culture. And each job posting gives a lot of context about us and, and what we seek in a candidate, what the responsibilities and expectations are and, and how we measure success. And that way, the candidate knows what to expect before they even hit that apply button. We really want to take the mystery and some of the stress out of this experience. And to that end, we even post our pay rates in our job ads because we recognize that, you know, applying for a job is a big time investment for anybody. And being transparent allows us to be on the same page at the beginning of the hiring process, which helps avoid some difficult conversations or unpleasant surprises down the line. Um, we really sure. do. Yeah, you know, because that's that's always a hard part of uh, of this exchange is, you know, you may be interested in a job, but if you don't know what the pay rate is, you go through the process. And at the end, if you're not on the same page and everyone's invested all this time and energy, it can be a really disappointing thing. Um, we do use an applicant tracking system, but a human being reviews each application. No one is ever automatically screened out of our process. But still, you know, that challenge is always creating the positive candidate experience. And as a remote company, that's where our thought leadership comes in to help us communicate to anybody who's interested in us. A lot of our people, like our director of talent acquisition, Lance Robbins, our director of community and culture, Tom Stinson, they've written some wonderful content, which really gives great insight into our company. And if you go to our website, xwp.co, there are blog posts like a step-by-step step -step guide to hiring process, uh, an overview of our onboarding experience, a description of how our remote culture works, content about the projects we've worked on, the technology that we're collaborating on. And people can read this content to learn more about our community and the type of work they'd be doing here. And you know, we try to give a lot of insight on that even during the hiring process. We have trial projects um, that allow our candidates to interact with colleagues, learn how we collaborate, and we pay for those projects. You know, we recognize that that's an investment of time. And whether you get the job or not, if you participate in that process, we're going to pay for your time for that. Um, we're trying I to love it. I oh, love that. <laughs> um, I've talked to numerous com companies about this that have the ability to do, you know, uh, interviewing is a, uh, you know, it, you're, as you mentioned, a stressful thing. Um, and it really, a lot of times I think interviewing gives the opportunity to show how well someone does in an interview. And mm. let's face it, in your day-to-day, you're not having, you're not interviewing, <laughs> like you're working on projects, you're, you know, uh, serving internal, external customers, you're doing sort of your work. Not, none of that really involves interviewing unless you're hiring, you know, on the other side of the table interviewing people. But, um, but can you talk a little bit more about those, like the projects that you have people do and then also the fact that you pay them to do those? Oh, absolutely. hundred um, percent. So yeah, the, the trial project, I mean, it depended on the type of role that you take on and, and we hire a lot of our, our staff, our developers, uh, engineers. So that might be a coding challenge that they're completing, whether it's with uh, backend technology like PHP or front-end um, tech, we use, um, you know, React and Gutenberg. Um, usually it, it might be an investment of time between two and four hours for 
a project manager, it might be, you know, a client scenario where they would be organizing uh, a schedule and, and tasks for a team. Um, for an administrative job, again, same thing, it might be, can you, you know, write up how you would communicate with your colleagues. We're giving tasks that have hopefully a lot of information and context, but we also never use this project work, this trial project work, in any of our actual client work. These are just scenarios, and they're designed to allow you to interact with our, our team and really get a good feel for how we communicate with each other, the tools that we use, the processes that we use, so you can understand if this is a good fit for you. And really, that's what we're trying to make sure of, is that you have all the information you need to make an educated decision about working with us. And you know what? We want to tell stories about our async culture, our flexible work hours, you know, everything that we're doing that's so exciting. But at the end of the day, you know, we decide to extend an offer or not, but the candidate has to decide if we're the right fit for them too. And having that hands-on experience really does give them insight to say, you know what, I can see myself working here, or you know what, maybe this isn't the right fit for me. And even though they've invested that time, you know what, we're gonna give them a thank you payment to recognize that they've invested the time and that we value that. Because you know what, we want them to feel empowered and connected and valued when they make the decision to join us. And hopefully we've provided them with the tools to do just that. Yeah, I think that's great. I And I wish more companies would figure out a way to go ahead and have, um, have folks really, what you're really doing here with this project is having someone really sort of do a micro project, if you will. Yeah. And, and, and not only do they have to demonstrate their skills, but you're also getting a sense of their communication style, how they problem solve, how they, you know, handle hurdles or barriers or things like that. So I guess as part of uh, a direct part of the project is not just the end result, but also the process along the way, which I think is is really important. Um, companies want to hire, and I'm sure yours is no different. They want to hire people that people that can uh, communicate effectively. You know, play nicely with others, work nicely <laughs> with others. Um, these are things that you we're supposed to learn in kindergarten, preschool, right? Um, and and also problem solve. Like companies, I think, want to hire people that can problem solve. And you're, I think you're giving a great uh, chance for someone to go ahead and display their problem solving ability. So good for you for doing this. Have you have you been have the, has the company been doing this like since the beginning or um, yeah? How long have it, they been doing it? Since we started to grow at the beginning of last year, it's been it's been a practice. And as we've grown, we've evolved our trial projects. I mean, as it's like any other thing, as you 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 do it more and more often, you get better at it, and you find out what works and what doesn't. Um, and sometimes, you know, uh, a shorter challenge might be enough time to give insight as opposed to something that's really drawn out. We don't want people to take too long to to do this. You know, we're asking for a time investment of anywhere between two and six hours usually. So, um, but the whole point is just, yeah, just to make sure that, you know, there's a forum for them to ask questions and learn and really get as much as they possibly can out of the experience. Do you by chance, Emily, do you by chance, um, survey 
folks that um, not just folks that you hire, but also folks that, you know, have gone through this process, this hiring process with your company to get their feedback, like their net promoter score or anything like this. I don't know, sure if you do any surveying. We do actually. We just introduced at the beginning of this year a candidate experience survey. And it's a short survey, only takes a few minutes to complete. And we send it out to everyone that goes through our full recruitment process, um, both the people that we hire as well as the ones that we don't. All of the answers are completely anonymous. They don't affect consideration for future roles. And we ask questions like, did the hiring process challenge your skills and abilities? What's your overall impression of our company? Were you treated with courtesy and respect at every stage? Did you have a positive experience? Because we're really trying to create meaningful experiences as part of our culture. And we can't know how well we're doing that or be able to improve on that if we don't ask the people who matter most, and that's our candidates. So our perception of this process can't be very different from the applicants. I mean, we've all been on the other side of the equation as the person who's right. applying for that job, right? <laughs> waiting for the feedback, waiting to hear if you get the job. And sometimes it takes like it feels forever from the outside. But as we know, there, there are a lot of steps that are taken internally, like sharing feedback with our hiring managers, evaluating these trial projects, coordinating meetings when everyone has busy schedules. And in our case, we're doing that across many time zones, which adds another component to the mix. But sure. we're trying to really make sure that we're improving our timelines for feedback at every stage of the hiring process, you know, providing a really great experience because people put time and effort into their applications and they deserve timely feedback, appropriate feedback, and we're trying to hold ourselves accountable and give our candidates the respect they deserve by really maintaining an open line of communication. Because as a recruiter, you know, my clients are my company, the hiring managers that I'm, I'm working with, my colleagues, but my clients are also the candidates that I serve. And I want to make sure that I'm delivering quality experience for both sets of people, because in the end, at the end of the day, that's going to set everybody up for success. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, something that just came to mind, I've been hearing this uh, lately uh, and wanted to get your take on this. I've been hearing that, um, I think, part in part because the interview process, a lot of people are you know nervous um it's not it it raises their level of anxiety you know which is i think pretty normal right but (laughs) what do you think of this um i've heard that there are some companies they're actually giving the list of questions that are going to be asked in the interview to the to the candidates ahead of time rather than springing it upon them um what do you what do you what's your reaction to that Actually, you know what? That's really interesting that you bring that up because I have a teenage daughter and she just applied for her first job um, and it was a, for a, as a camp counselor and they provided her with the interview questions before the interview and she came to me and said, does this happen all the time? And I said, wow, you know, <laughs> it really doesn't. But I thought it was great because it does take some of that um, nervousness and, and, and anticipation out sure. of the interview process. And You know, I think for our screening interviews, it's always focused on just 
tell me about yourself. We're trying to understand your background, trying to get to know you as a person. Have you worked remotely before? Um, you know, have you worked across different time zones? What kind of teams have you worked with? Um, have you had experience with the type of projects that we do? What's your favorite kind of work to do? Those are the questions that we ask. And I think sharing that is, there's no, no reason not to share that. And Again, when people progress through our, our process, we explain to them, you know, you're going to do this challenge and then you're going to meet with this person to talk about these aspects of the challenge. You're going to meet with, for example, a designer and we want to talk about your design process or we want to do a portfolio review to understand how you've, you know, come up with the work that you've done and, and what your thought process is. We try to give a lot of insight to that, but I, I think that that's actually a great thing to be able to provide people with an insight onto what to expect take some of that that nervousness and 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 uncertainty out of the moment yeah i think uh some of the rationale behind it is is you know a getting rid of the anxiousness nervousness things like that and to and b uh, and probably more importantly is to really give someone a chance to go ahead and you know not have to be on the spot mm-hmm. to come up with an answer like right away and not give like a canned response to things either. Um, But to actually think, you know, when someone asks, you know, what's a project that you've worked on that you were really proud of? Like someone asked me that question. I'm like, let me think about it. Like there's there's a lot of them. (laughs) Like I can recall one interview I had several years ago where they gave me the questions ahead of time. And I thought, this is really interesting. This never happened. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't really know. I didn't actually uh, accept the job, um, not for that reason that they gave me the questions ahead of time, but I I did sort of question it. Like it it was was new and different. Like, what are you doing? This is supposed to be uh, whatever. I'm in the hot seat. I don't think you get anything useful out of putting someone in a hot seat though to be like and I've had experiences where I've seen recruiters you know ask the tricky questions or uh, you know the good cop bad cop routine and in my experience really that you're not going to make the most of your time with that person because when you put them at ease when you make them feel comfortable when you make them feel heard you're going to get so much more insight into who they are and what they're looking for in a job than if you go about it with, you know, a more antagonistic type of, uh, of approach. So I think that sharing those questions, you know, it's a way to even put people even more at ease and hopefully find out even more about them. So. Yep. Uh, totally agree. If, if you had like one tip you could offer a, a, a company on how they could improve their candidate experience, what, what would that be? Honestly, I, I I think just to lead with kindness and empathy. That's what I we always try to do. And you know, you, you have situations in life where all human people do bring nerves into the interviews. Sometimes people aren't at their best. They're they're sick or they're you know, they've got other things going on in their lives. Trying to really create a meaningful experience by starting with, you know, writing clear and unbiased job descriptions that Focus on your brand, your values, your culture, so that people understand what you're about, and then really trying to create a positive experience for the candidates as they progress through your recruitment process, because that's how you find out more about them. So it's that give and take of transparency during the whole process, 
you sharing as much as you can about your company, them sharing hopefully as much as they can about their skills and abilities, their desires and what they're looking for in a job. And honestly, building the relationships. And I say building the relationships, even if you don't hire the candidate, because sometimes people will turn down your offer or they may not be offered the role at the end of the day, but they might re-engage with us at a later date. And we've even had candidates that we didn't hire who have referred people to us, which I think speaks volumes about their positive experience with XWP. And if we're treating everyone with kindness and empathy and respect throughout this whole process, then they're going to have a positive experience. And hopefully, again, whether they engage with us or not today, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, you know, people change, their experiences change. And just because someone isn't right for you today doesn't mean they're not right for you a year from now. So building relationships, leading with kindness and empathy, that's what I think is is one of the best ways to move forward. Good stuff there. Thanks, Emily, for for sharing um, your insights. And I'm assuming that your company's hiring. <laughs> what is your? your <laughs> I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put your uh, the company career site link in the session notes here. So, thank uh, you. In, in case you're there, are any WordPress developers out there? <laughs> We're um, always looking. Yeah, yeah always, uh, and you can be anywhere in the world. That's a great yeah. thing too. So I'll put that there. But if people wanted to get a hold of you after this, how could they do so? I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Emily Kaya. I know the last name's a hard one to spell, K-A-I-J-A. I'm on Twitter as well, Emily underscore Kaya, but you can find me either way, and uh, I'd be happy to chat with anyone, talk more about what we do, and, um, and just have people learn more about us. Emily, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a wonderful experience. I'm, I'm really grateful for the chance. Thanks for listening to the Candidate Experience Podcast. You can reach out to us via our website, thecx.xyz. That's T-H-E-C-X dot X-Y-Z.